Welcome everybody to the Business Owners Club podcast. My name's Gary. I am the creative director here at Capital Content. And I'm going to be your host for today's episode. I am joined by Garth Jarrett. Is it Garth Jarrett? Is that right? It's Garth Jemmett. 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 I, I speak to so many people every day. I'm so sorry. Garth Jemmett no from We Explain Stuff. Garth, how are you? Good, thank you. And yourself, Gary? Not too bad, yeah. I actually really enjoy having these open kind of discussions with other business owners because it, it makes me feel like I am not the only person experiencing all of these issues that we have, like being lonely at the top, right? Um, but to, to, <laughs> exactly. kind of yeah, to kind of explain what the Business Owners Club is, really, it, it's a knowledge share, right? What we want to do is help people go from unemployed to self-employed. You know, we want people to kind of if they hit the same challenges that we've experienced as business owners and entrepreneurs, we want them to hit that challenge educated so they can kind of get past it and really foster that business growth industry that we have kind of fostering at the moment. You know, if you've got a side hustle, if you've got a passion for doing something, if you hate your job and want to start your own business from plumbers up to, uh, you know, you start your own cryptocurrency. I, we had someone doing a cryptocurrency on a different episode. We want to kind of solve those problems that you guys have had. So, Garth, where are you from? What is your business called? What do you do? Give me, give me, give me the skinny. Great. Well, so as you already said, my name's Garth Jimmett. I am a husband. Been married for sixteen years, and I have two boys, Joe and Sam, both uh, under um, sixteen months apart. Sorry. And uh, they, uh, I thoroughly enjoy them and my wife. I'm the founder and CEO of a business called We Explain Stuff. And maybe just in fairness, uh, as we were chatting uh, prior to going live, just a little bit of our journey, which uh, you said you come from a, from a corporate background. I'm originally from an advertising background. I, I was in advertising for many years prior to starting this business. And... The thing that I found really interesting, and it's how I built a business around it, was in, in advertising, I was always quite a curious guy, and I was intrigued by how to explain more complex things mm -hmm. um, instead of your traditional um, um, ad campaigns that you see on the tube or that you see on the bus or, or on TV. And so long story short, um, left advertising to start this business. Um, uh, I don't know whether that was a wise or unwise decision at the time, <laughs> but uh, I jumped ship and then I literally started consulting as a traditional creative and it was an interesting journey. Um, I went from working in a flat in, in, uh, um, uh, in Cape Town, South Africa on my own to running a business of 22 people um and working with some of the largest financial services businesses in south africa so wow. it it was it was quite a journey um but it all really um came down to the fact that i was passionate about explaining complex things really simply so that everybody um could understand them and i suppose in a way it comes from me as a young kid in class not knowing that it's okay to be able to draw pictures and diagrams to understand what the teacher is saying and, and having a passion to, to really make sure that when I'm listening to information nowadays to go, okay, if the average Joe was listening to this, how would, how would they understand it? Is it sounding like it's, it's corporate jargon? Is it easy to understand? And so that's really what we do. We, we work with businesses, primarily leaders in business, and we help them, 
sort of demystify and make their businesses easy to understand. And the, the, the kind of two areas that we play in, uh, the first one is really around the product and the service offering. Um, so making that crystal clear, a lot of kind of corporate jargon around that is your customer value proposition. We yeah. make that really, really easy to understand. And, and the second thing that we do is the back office stuff. And that's really very much around the processes that sure. deliver on that, on that promise. So, yeah. so that's really what we, we do. So I guess what you're able to do, or what your passion was driven from was being able to see what others' perception of things were. You know, it says em empathy, right? It's it's not being able to see what you do; it's being able to see what other people see, kind of thing, right? And I think empathy is a big thing in business, or specifically in sales as well, right? Definitely, and and, and I've, I, it's it's so funny that you say that, Gary. I mean, you come from a sales background; you've got to you've got to understand your customers' world first and understand their business before you do any kind of product push on them. And, and I, in, in starting to work more and more with these corporates that I, I've worked with over the years, I, I would see the struggle again and again with, um, with salespeople where they maybe don't necessarily understand the business truly because they haven't founded it. Um, and to be able to work with um, them and really make the business clear um, it, it, it goes a long way to, to helping them understand what the business is trying to solve in the world of the client. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you solve a problem for a client, you've got a business. It's all about problem solving, right? How was, exactly. obviously you started the business a while back. How was that going from, you? I mean, you were, you know, marketing side to then go to business owner side, right? How was that that day? You know, was it scary? Were you, you know, were you married at that point? Did, you know, did the, the CFO at home say, are you sure you want to do this? So that's a great story. So it's, I'll, I'll be brutally honest with you. I, and, and brutally honest, I, I left my old agency, which was, which was actually part of the TBWA network, which right. is a global network, really, really great bunch of guys. I had a fair amount of work um, that I had to, that I was, I was on my side hustle and it ran out after a month and a half. And I sat there and I, I actually burst into tears. I thought, what have I done? Uh, I mean, obviously now I'm, I'm 47. I've lost all my hair. I have no dignity left anyway. So I'm not cool. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays, but, 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 but back then I had hair. I was, I was, I was scared. I was concerned, and um, it was pretty horrendous, if I'm honest with you, because I, I had these kind of ideas that work was just going to show up at my door, and it didn't. And I realized that I had to go out there and get work. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was that was pretty horrifying. I went from being a creative in an agency to now suddenly having to figure out how to sell myself. Yeah. Was, and and, was, and that's almost petrified. kind of two different types of people as well, right? There's a, the, the creative, which is the in generally speaking is the inwardly looking person, right? The introvert mm. that gets their power from within. Whereas a salesperson, a hunter, quote unquote, uh, is an extrovert. They get their power or they get their strength from other people or people around them. So you've really got to switch that needle to be com a completely different person. Like how, how was that to go from wrapped up in a blanket, I'm a creative, to, oh my goodness, I've got to expose myself now to hundreds of people to try and generate revenue? It, it, was, it was pretty scary. And I, and I, but I'll tell you what I did. I um, I mean, it was, so we're going, we're going back 16 years, but I, all I, all I decided to do was 
Um, I had a, a, a big whiteboard in my office at that stage, which was just a, a really small um, set, kind of annexure that was part of my, my bedroom and um, really tiny. You could fit a desk in there and a chair. And, and I literally wrote down the name of everybody I knew. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to phone everyone I know and I'm going to try and um, obviously people that I thought would would, would um, um, see the value in the work that I was doing yeah. and I'm going to go and see them. And, you know, the funny thing is um, there were some scary moments there, if I'm honest. I, I remember meeting people for lunch and they didn't show up. Yeah. Um, a lot of you sit in a reception area of an office and people forget that they're meant to meet you. Yeah. Been there. But oh, especially, that's, these are all corporate uh, stuff, right? Oh, this is horrible, Gross. horrible. This is like a this is like a baptism in rejection. Yeah. But and and do you think what, actually it cuts a bit deeper because it's you and your business? If you if you were there representing the agency that you worked for, you'd be like, oh, all right, fifteen minutes. No one's turned up. I'm going to go home, or I'm going to go back to my desk. I'm not too worried. Bring on the next day. Whereas it says your business, you're like, oh, you've really offended me here. Like you've re this really cut steep. Don't waste my time. De definitely, it was it was such an uncomfortable feeling, and and um, you you start to question, have I, am I doing the right thing here? Yeah. Is this is this really what I what I should be doing? But it's it's interesting because in amongst those. Um, those moments where there's people on people are not showing up. I would I would meet people that were just fantastic, and they would say, "Wow, this is great! I really like what you're doing here. Let's connect." And that is and the super highs, you know, where where incredible. you get you get those you get like deep cuts where people don't rock up to a meeting where someone says to you, "Your product is exactly what I want," and you're like, "Oh, that is my product. It's my brainchild." Thank you very much. That is the super highs. And that's why I think one of the main reasons why we are business owners is for those super highs in the business, right? Definitely. I think, I think in your heart, like in your heart of hearts, I, I think most people start a business because they see a need. I mean, you said uh, right up, right at the front, I was watching your, your clip online that, that you saw the value that you could add and the frustrations that 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 business owners were experiencing around content creation and and you saw a need and you thought i can actually answer this need so i think you're 100 right gary i think when somebody acknowledges that you can actually meet that need you you want to fist pump you the yeah. air. you want like yes we, we've we've connected. There's a like-mindedness here. It's a fantastic feeling. Yeah, I've really personally is. solved that person's problem. I've done problem. that. I've not, I've not got a team of 100 people behind me and a fully established business has been around for hundreds of years. It's actually me, my brainchild, and I, I filled that hole. You've got a great idea for a podcast. You've recorded it on your phone or you've used our podcast creator pack. But now you want it on Spotify for everyone to listen to, right? Well, for £199, VidPix will make it happen. Use our basics guide to get started. Then record up to four episodes using your phone, upload to us, and we'll do the rest. We'll add a professional jingle, make sure it sounds great throughout, add custom artwork, and send back a link to listen on Spotify. So, what are you waiting for? Make it happen.
now from a from a business owner's perspective we all face challenges right what mm. what's been one of your biggest we may have already spoken about it what's been mm. one of your challenges over the past you know 16 odd years that we explain stuff has been around what what what, mm. what have you had to overcome so so i think i think there's i think there's two i think one of um one of the probably the the biggest challenges we went through is we had to relook our business model um, just over a year and a half ago. So we skinnied down that big staff to more of a core team and, and then surrounded ourselves with associates. Um, so those are creatives and, and, and contractors that can add value um, as and when we need them. So that was a very, very tough business decision to, to make where you, you realizing, okay, we're a project-based business. We go from problem to problem. How do, we, how do we stay true to our purpose, but at the same time, make sure our overheads are not killing us every month? And yeah. I mean, as you said right up front, Gary, you know, you, you're a creative, when you start the business, you've got to start learning as you grow to make hard business decisions. So, yeah. so I think that was extremely tough. And, um, and you, you to, made that call a few months prior to COVID dropping then, I'm guessing. Yeah, we did. We 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 saw there were. We just looked at our books and we saw that um, the kind of numbers were up and down. They were very erratic. And when you've got twenty odd mouths to feed, that's a that's a very very scary um, picture to to be looking at. So that was that was a really difficult decision to 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 make. And then and the how, how one, the staff take it? I'm assuming they didn't really oh, know they, until that day. But you know, there, there's two elements to it. There's one, you feel bad cutting these strings but also mm. you you know there's the other side that you're actually affecting people's livelihoods right well they don't they don't like it they they um they're upset i mean i um i had a business partner that joined me three years after joining the business after that episode he he actually left the business he decided i, I can't do this anymore it's too yeah. it's too stressful and he was very much on the on the staff side. I was doing a lot of the kind of external work, so meeting clients, engaging with clients, and um, yeah, it was it was tough. I think I think in a space like that, um, no matter what you say, people are gonna they're gonna interpret things their own way. Um, but it was hard. It was really hard. And I yeah. mean, um, what has been amazing is in this new world that I'm in now, I still work with a lot of those staff. And Great. what's fantastic there is, um, I mean, one of the guys I work with um, in the space of solving complex information has been working with me for eight years. He knows me well. He puts up with my nonsense, puts me in my place when when, when he needs to. So, so that's fantastic. Um, but it was really hard. And, and then, and you've kind of got to be a very pragmatic person at that point, right? You've got to be able to not only be thick-skinned, but you've got to say, actually, I'm sorry to, you know, uh, you know, put a storm in other people's lives for temporary mm -hmm. period but you're doing you've got to do it for yourself fundamentally you've got to have, you needed to have cut those people to drop the revenue so the the entire business didn't fall over because you have a family at home when you know when i asked you who who you are what do you do out of the 20 odd episodes that we've done you're the first person that started with i am a husband and i have a wife and i've got two kids everybody else That's was incredible. i am a founder of or i'm a ceo of so mm -hmm. i think you, you know there are those people out there that lead with that emotive family side and that's the mm. driver your driver is probably family more so than mm. success mm. or solving a problem or mm. you know social enterprise mm. whatever it might be 
I think I think what's interesting is um, I really thought I was going to shoot the lights out um, when I grew this business over the years. And I mean, as you say with sales, as you as you start to get more sales and you start to realize what your secret source is, you 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 definitely feel a bit bulletproof. But but as your as your numbers climb in terms of running costs, and you see that you've got to work longer and harder, and that takes you away from family, you start to go, hang on. Is this actually right? Is yeah. this is is this really? Is this am, am why I, sticking, I started it? Is this and, and you've hit the nail on the head, Gary? You you go. Is this actually why I've started it? Um, and I think so. You asked about challenges that I've had to overcome. The the second one, which is the most difficult one, other than that actual business um, skinning down, is making myself move out of the center of the business. Oh yeah. And, and oh, such, do, do you know, I, I, I read a stat, 4% of business owners are ever able to sell their businesses or move out of their businesses in retirement yeah. um, phase and let someone else slot in. And so what I've been doing for the last year is looking at my processes and my product offering to make sure that I'm not kind of, I, I can be involved much like you are on the podcast, but I want the team to know that if I'm not around for a few days or a week or two, they can still run run the business. Yeah, that's and, right. And, oh my word, Gary, this that has been the most difficult thing ever to do because it's almost like being the the football coach. Yeah. Sorry, being the captain captain of the football team. Now you've got to come off the you've got to come off the field and now you're the coach. Yeah. So now you're looking at game plays. You're looking at um, kind of the, the the interplay between your your characters on the field and skill sets. Yeah, you're looking absolutely. At it's... it's almost like you franchise yourself, so you can then step back, right? And and there's two aspects. Looking. One is it's good for you because you need more time. You know, it gives you headspace to be able to come up with other ideas and whatnot. Uh, but there's also there's that negative side where you have to let go, and it's that letting go and letting other people in or taking control of aspect. I I I brought on a head of marketing about nine months ago, and it's you know what you try and do is get the smarter people than you into the business, and it's very yes. difficult to accept that when you have been a business owner and the uh, but it's better for the business to bring in those smarter the people than you because then that grows the business right and there's one exactly. thing and I forget what his name is he's like a I am not your guru American guy big jaw motivational speaker mm. um uh, Anthony Robbins yes Tony Robbins yeah yes, yeah yes. so Tony yeah, Robbins, yeah yes. that's right he says you know what are you and everyone's like I'm a business owner I'm a business owner he's like you're all wrong you're a business operator you're you know you don't just own the business you operate the business you will not become a business owner unless you step away and let other people take control and the art of management is delegation right uh so i i completely agree that that is the really tough bit is letting go and that's how you scale that's so how you difficult. grow the business is by stepping away and and, and to to your point I, I loved what you said there franchise yourself i think uh, i think um that is so powerful franchising yourself is exactly it and and whether you want it to just be a lifestyle business where you you you, you kind of targeting your mission and and where you feel you want to go in terms of you know 
great content creation or whatever, or whether it's actually something where you want to open up offices everywhere. I think the principle remains the same and, and it does involve letting go, which is so difficult. I, yeah. find, I found that, I found that one of the hardest things to do. Absolutely. Uh, why should someone start a business? Right. We, we, we know why we've done it. We want to be able to have those super highs. We've seen niches. We, we've learned from our experience and apply that experience in our own future growth. Mm-hmm. Why should someone start a business if they're thinking about getting their passion and trying to generate revenue off the back of it? I think so. I think two, the two big reasons for, for me, I think that the first one is career wise. I think you've, you've, you've hit your ceiling. And I think that was the thing for me. I, I didn't want to shift up the traditional advertising um, career path where I would, I would be the, the kind of creative director of a large agency. That, that wasn't where I was wanting to go. I, I was just below that when I left uh, one of the senior team. And I, I had this passion for, for complex stuff and making it simple. And I, and I thought, there's something here let let me let me step out and, and and try this so so i think if you see that where you're heading career wise is gonna is it's kind of the the end of the road so to speak or yeah. it's imminent yeah i would say consider that and that could um, that's that could either be a ceiling or a dead end right it's almost like you don't exactly. see any promotion or growth or you don't see yourself with that business anymore Exactly. I would say that's definitely a marker for you. And I, and I think the other one is, and I think this should play into your skill set or, or, or at least something that you've touched on, because I'm always reticent of saying people should go into an environment they don't know. But I think if you see a gap in the market and your skills can, can sort of meet that at least, um, or you've got an affinity for that area, I would say, I would say go for it. I'll say on the flip side of that, because um, I was thinking about this when you when you shared the questions with me earlier, earlier this week, never start a business if you don't want to sell or if you don't know who's going to sell for you. Because I've seen so many guys over the years cause so much stress for their families because A, they, they think that work is going to fall out of the sky, so they yeah. think they don't need to sell, or they... They don't have a strategic partnership with someone that is going to do the selling side of the business. Absolutely. Um, sales is key. Well, so it's like sales and marketing. You've actually got to choose whether you're a marketing-led organization or a sales-led organization. You know, inbound versus outbound, proactive versus exactly. reactive. But yeah, you. I think at day one, you've got to be able to bash the phones. You really do. You need to You need to not, and, and, and I think if you can't do that, um, you need to really ask yourself some hard questions because I've, I, over the years, have met incredibly smart people that are afraid to sell. And because of that, the business never actually takes off. Whereas I've met people that are maybe not as smart, but actually have the the, the guts to, or they understand that they need to sell, and they actually make a success of it. Yet their offering is maybe not as good. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Obviously, you're South African. I'll ask you one question. Uh, oh, in fact, I'll ask you two questions. I know the answer to the second mm. one already. Is it rugby or cricket? Rugby. Yeah, absolutely. And you probably support uh, the Saffirs and anybody playing Australia, right? 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> hey, look, Garth, it's been great speaking to you. Uh, uh, where can people find out more about We Explain Stuff? So if they go to weexplainstuff.com, they can, uh, there's a form at the bottom of the website where they can fill in their details uh, and any questions that they want to, they have. Otherwise, they can email me directly. That's Garth, G-A-R-T-H, at weexplainstuff.com. And what we offer as part of our service is a 30-minute free discovery call where we will listen and ask questions for any business owners that are struggling with specific things and see if we can actually help them in that space and see if there's a good fit. And that's something that we com we offer complementary to clients and it's a very helpful session. So if they want to have that, they're more than welcome to. Mate, love it. Thanks very much for your time. Listeners, you can listen to all the other episodes at businessownersclub.co. There's a whole raft of knowledge share there. Um, hopefully you found something valuable from this. Thank you very much for listening over the last half an hour and we will catch you next week. Peace. Thank you.